Hey, uh, Joe and Cap, my name's Chris Gethard, and Rain Man told me to get in touch. He says you're placing bets on the college football game, and Baylor is plus 5.5 versus Oklahoma. I don't really watch football. I'm a basketball guy, and I've never totally understood betting lines. I don't know why Rain Man thinks that I'm the one to help you with your pick. Um, I'm not sure. Let's see, um... I don't know, Cal. Who do you think? You think Baylor or Oklahoma? Oklahoma. What's that? Which one? Bamoma. Bamoma? Baylor or Oklahoma? Hopamoda. Hopamoda? Bet on Hopamoda. You heard it from the source. This is BYBW, the sports gambling podcast that when things get tough, when you think it just can't get any worse out there, you remember that it could be worse. You could be Texas football. Um, it's Groundhog Day of shit tornadoes in Austin. I'm Joe Public. Join your host, joined by Rayman, 21-19 on the season, 6-4, and and what we call the big rubber. Rayman, why do we call it the big rubber? Because it works. You were there on Saturday, Joe. Losing Blackjack, more on Tennessee. Losing Craps, more on Tennessee. <laughs> Losing the Texas Hold'em table game, more on Tennessee. And then what happened? Tennessee happened. In this great sea of doubt in the world, there's only one anchor, and that anchor is the big rubber. And this week, we play defense on our hot streak, and Michigan plays great defense. So hail to the victor. Let's go. Rain money, baby. Lock of the week. That's right. Uh, going with going with blue. I can conf- the that Texas Hold'em table game. Le- legit scam. Shouldn't play it. What are you doing? But uh, that's why we bet on Tennessee. That's why that's we, bet, why on we ten- bet on Tennessee. That's why we bet the big rubbers. Uh, capper on the other end of the podcast. Eight units by the end of Saturday on it. <laughs> that's comical. Uncalled for. Uh, capper on the other end of the podcast. Uh, who you got for your big rubber? You have been on fuego coming off a four and a week. Yep, uh, killed it, killed it the last two weeks. We're going killed to it. the ghost of Bill Snyder this weekend. Kansas State minus six and a half versus West Virginia. He's Bill alive. Sni- Bill Snyder died. That's, that's kind of he'll, be, wa- ugly. he'll be watching from above. Should we investigate this? We should in this in the suite in the suite. <laughs> Listen, man, it's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch BYBW. Check your game up. Stop being a slapdick. Make today a great day. All right, this is BYBW. Follow us on Instagram at BYBW Podcast. Uh, you can email us, BYBWpodcast at gmail.com. Um, trudging through the college football season. We're entering the time of year where it's really the diehards at this point sticking around. A lot of te- a lot of people who had teams with big bandwagons. Uh, reality is starting to hit. Uh, huge losses to Iowa State are happening. Um I think uh, overall, it seems like the herd's thinning quite a bit, uh, and, and the playoff picture is becoming pretty clear. It is, yeah. Um, Cincinnati has a clear path if they win out. Just like Oklahoma, I said last week, told everyone Oklahoma to calm their tits. Has to win out to even have a chance at sniffing the playoff. 
Michigan and Michigan State, the debate was hot this week, but neither team has a chance to make the playoff. Uh, I, I would disagree with that. I think either team, if they went out, make the playoff. But, but neither will. they're not going to win out, so <laughs> they won't. That's what I'm saying. Between I'm, Michigan, uh, Michigan State, Ohio State, all three of those Big Ten teams have a path. Only one team gets in. Yeah, that's 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 exactly right. In terms of just like uh, disappointing teams, it, I guess you you have to choose between uh, you got Washington, Texas, Florida, Texas. I'm sure I'll choose Texas. Uh. Washington's I'm definitely more disappointing. They they've been terrible all year. Well, they don't even to have find any publicity. An excuse to fire their coach now. Did yeah, fight um, someone for the week. I miss I miss the whole uh, thing. Physical like, he altercation. He uh he he did. He I punched think a he child. Was, he like pushed Allegedly. a player's helmet. He I if I'm being being completely honest, he probably I did don't something. Care. He did something that literally wouldn't have caught anyone's attention if Washington was seven and eight and one right now. <laughs> Um, that's being transparent. I don't know. It didn't seem. It's just like I. I guess like bad football coach. It's good football man. I I did see. I've seen some rumblings today that that he might lose his job. He's been suspended for one game. Um, it does go to show. Just like man, Jimmy Lake was the chosen one. He really wanted one no longer. Speaking of coaches that have uh, worn out their welcome. What, who do you think Nebraska talked to and got shot down before making Scott Frost take less money to remain the coach of Nebraska? Good. They definitely, Ed, they definitely had some feelers out there. I hope it was Ed, Gruden. I hope it was Gruden. Ed, I'll say Edo. <laughs> I gotta imagine they called Matt Jobless Campbell. He Edo. said no. They called Luke Fickle. He said no, and then they stopped. Um. It makes sense for them, though, but it's the same thing Michigan did with Harbaugh. Like, Harbaugh wasn't going anywhere. They couldn't get anyone better than Harbaugh. So, like, might as well make him stay and take a pay cut. Yeah. They can always fire him next year. Yeah. Like, there's nothing worse. Like, nothing worse. You don't want to be behind the pecking order for LSU's open, USC's open. You know, Penn State's going to become open if James Franklin takes another job. There's just too many other jobs out there this year. Nebraska will not even have a chance of getting anyone close to relevant i i don't know i i read all the op-eds it's just like scott frost gets our pen our pain he's i sorry pen slipped there uh i uh <laughs> i uh i think Jesus. uh i i Locked that in. i i the one thing about this nebraska thing that i find fucking funny and also i mentioned groundhog day in the intro it makes you think of groundhog day uh martinez still has eligibility what if Frost is going to get another year and he's still going to roll out this guy? Who oh, no. Has... <laughs> he will. How many games has this guy lost him? Like, legitimately, how many? Like, uh, there's got to be in the 60s. <laughs> it's like <laughs> six, six years multiplied by two-thirds of the game. Seven the years. <laughs> the dude's been there since, like, 1996, and no one's saying anything. We're just like not talking about it. Nebraska's had the Everyone's same quarterback. Pretending it's not happening, but we should be since talking Saved about it. Saved by this the more. Bell was on. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing that I find crazy. It's like if you're Nebraska, if you're Scott Frost, if you legit got one last shot, at this it, Martinez can't be the guy. You have to get a transfer. You have to right. That's my that's the thing. Wildcat reinvent it. It's wild. I guess Martinez does kind of run the Wildcat though. Yeah, that game against that. Ohio. The one that game that. against 
Watching that game against Ohio State was nauseating, man. That defense played um, their balls off, and they just they, like like there. It's not a bad football team in Lincoln. It's not. They just can't win games. They can't win. They don't have the winning gene. They can't win shit. Uh, and they might of, never well, win anything ever again. I think that's that's a good uh, that's a good segue to winning shit, shit that was won last week. I believe we were seven one between the two of you. Uh, yep. yep, yep. Let's get to the picks that matter. This is uh, this is the weekly. I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right one. Winners, 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 winners. I feel ten feet tall right now. The weekly. Strong as an ox. All right, this is the weekly. These are the picks that count, the picks that matter, the picks that make you money. Um, And as I mentioned, we're coming off a red hot week against the spread, seven and one. Uh, and to start things off, I would love to go to Capper, who hit all four of his games last week. You've been seeing the board well all year, my dude. You've been doing great. Uh, but you, you, you're picking it up a notch. And this was a game that caught my spread, that caught my eye. Just the spread caught my eye. Um, Kansas State minus 6.5 versus what we all know to be a very scrappy West Virginia team. They beat Iowa State. Uh, what I is did the spread catch your eye here? Or what what's your read on this spot? Spread caught my eye. Public bet percentage caught my eye. Um, much better team at home. Laying less than a touchdown caught my eye. Kansas State, top 25 in defense and offensive efficiency in FEI. Top 30 defense in F+. West Virginia way down the rankings. Jarrett Deggy cannot carry this team. Like They cannot do anything if they can't throw the football. Um, and Kansas State has a super, super good pass rush here. Led by, I'm going to get this one right here, pronunciation. Let's King go, right baby. Here. Let's go, baby. Felix Anu DK Uzama. Eh, I give it, it a 6.5 execution. Yeah, it was a pronunciation. You slow you kinda, walk that one a little you bit. You really stumbled in the last like fifth of it. You, you, God, you lost tough. your confidence, but that's I got okay. really we, good we'll, through the first part. We'll uh, three force fumbles on the season, eight sacks, 23 solo tackles. The guy is a monster on the defensive line. Um, I just think that like they're going to give West Virginia a ton of fits here on defense. Um, and playing catch up with Jarrett Dagey is not a recipe for success for the Mountaineers. Um, Kansas State can run the football. Uh, Skylar Thompson's been playing good, efficient football, but Deuce Vaughn is obviously the, the key factor here. Yeah, he's the Control star of the, the show. Clock, um, put up a ton of points put this game away early i just think they run away with it um a team in kansas state that's played pretty good football already bowl eligible west virginia fighting and clawing for their life to make it to a bowl i just don't see it here i don't see them keeping it competitive capper quick question for you do you know the name of kansas state stadium bill snyder family stadium bill snyder family stadium what a name (laughs) what do you think the family's (laughs) doing there after the family well after the um, whole family yeah, Dude, well, he's, he's a humble family guy. man. Yeah, and and it's and not the family's about him. probably the team, right? Not not his actual nuclear family. And and, um, and he will be probably watching from above at a suite, presuming his relationship with the program isn't broken because they didn't hire his son. I yeah, he'll be know. he'll be at the bo- um, in a box. It, it's a it's a small but lasting tribute to two of the four F's: family and football. Uh, the <laughs> other two are form, faith, focus, family. Faith and focus. <laughs> I was going to say Fritos. Are there five Fs? Uh, 
Reading we might be able to find some more Fs if we send form? the BYBW investigative unit out there looking for letters. <laughs> familia? For letters. I, believe, I believe it's pronounced Familia. Um, okay, we're going to go over to uh, Rain Man's Big River, which was actually... Uh, Cap- this is the first time this season has happened. Capper is on the other side of this pick. Oh, wow, uh, our first Rain head-to-head. Man, Rain Man likes Michigan, minus one and a half versus Penn State. Of course, this is a line that jumps off the page. I don't know if it's that obvious. Penn State's at home, uh, tough place to play, and the mantra with Coach Harbaugh is can't win big games on the road. Penn State, you know, they played Ohio State very close in their last game. So I, does this qualify as a big game on the road? Yeah. If so, I don't like taking Michigan here. But if not, the metrics suggest Michigan's the better team. Uh, they've been outgaining Penn State by 75 yards and holding teams to 50 yards less. The thing I like the most about it is the matchup itself, though. Penn State is a very one-dimensional team on offense. Everything has to go through Jahan Dotson, their star-wide receiver. But Michigan's extremely good against the pass. Penn State also can't run. Noah Kane only with 293 yards on the season. And Penn State has not hit 100 yards on the ground as a team in five of the last seven games. Michigan is only the fifth-best team against the run. So I like that stuff. Look to make Penn State one dimensional. Michigan has looked very good on offense in that Michigan State game. They put up a ridiculous 552 yards in the loss to MSU. They don't lose that game if Michigan State doesn't have the best running back in the country making just the best running back in the country plays. That's not going to happen for best Penn running back in the country. Con- you don't think Kenneth Walker the third is the best running back? Oh, in the Kenneth country? Walker. I thought you were talking. No, Michigan yeah. State. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm saying they don't lose that game yeah. if Kenneth Walker is not at Michigan State. Uh, Michigan's pass defense has not allowed a touchdown in the last three weeks. These are good stats. These are good stats. I almost got all. I almost got all fucking hot. You almost did. You almost got your Uh, feathers in a tizzy. You're all tizzy. I thought you were talking about core. I thought you were talking about the Michigan running back. I mean, he's very good, but no, he's not. He's not like top five or anything. Thus, you understand my reaction. Uh, I, I understandably, Capper, since it's one of your picks, I would love to hear your rebuttal. Notably. Rain Man, you should mention that Penn State did look pretty game at Ohio State. Yeah, they got up for that game. Absolutely. Um, and that's so. I the, guess the question is, I would it's say the that's matchup the key of the defense that's of Michigan. That's the key to the Penn State season so far is they played really good at home, way up at home, um, have laid some duds obviously on the road. And nobody's going to forget that Illinois seventeen. Was that at home or on the road? Where they couldn't get to. That was at home. That one was at home, right? But nobody's going to forget that game, right? (laughs) Like that's the game that sticks in every single person's mind. Um, Sean Clifford obviously wasn't very good in that game, and has battled some injuries, but like played really well against Ohio State last weekend. And I think that's the key here with with Mike Yersick's really good offensive mind. I think they can do enough here. Last week against Maryland. to run it the football Maryland early. You're a mess right now, buddy. You're a mess right now. Did you take you your clean it up, Cap. last week? You got to clean um, this up. Ohio State was two it's weeks fine. ago. Clean it's it fine. Up. But you're right. 363 Penn State won for, for their last four. That's fine. shit faced. Um, Dotson had three, 242. You so, are not drunk enough to get that And so what are you going to do? What wrong. are you going to do? If you're shit faced, you're shit faced. Like, that's the whole key to the to the. You bet more on Tennessee. winners. Um, are we fucking arguing about you being drunk or not? Are you arguing about degrees or drunk capper? Twenty six percent of games on Penn's bets on Penn State this weekend at home. Michigan has a ton of steam, especially after the college ball playoff rankings came out. I agree with you on the metrics. Like Michigan has been far superior in every single metric so far this season. Um, but a one and a half point spread, 
at home for Penn State tells me everything you're just you need to know the stink about this line. game. That's the read. Um, you have to take Penn State in this spot. You cannot take Michigan. If you if you bet this game, you cannot take Michigan. There's only one side you can bet on, and the other side, if you're going to bet on it, you're going to lose. That's it. That's all there is to it. Wow. wow. I all actually right. lo- I, I love how this is expressed. You feel you look like a real dick, Rain Man. Do you care to respond? I think my initial argument speaks for itself with the whole one-dimensional passing offense and Michigan being very good yeah. at defense. But Michigan ranks four in FEI, so that college football playing rank- ranking is very deserving. They are better than Michigan State. Uh, they're six in total yards allowed against per game. Seven and two this year against the spread. I'm feeling pretty good about this one, Cap. We'll I mean, see. We'd... We'll go head to head. I think we. I think we love uh, Michigan. Michigan is very um, highly ranked offensively and defensively, uh, efficiency wise. But Penn State has a seventh ranked defense in FEI. Um, top ten in yeah. S- F plus. It's it's not a slouch of a defense. Like they are. They have some athletes. They they can stop what is uh, sneaky under game is what we should point out. Two good defenses, a one dimensional offense. offense. Um, Like, but two teams that want to pound the football. Two teams that um, don't want their quarterbacks to do too much. But I think if you're going to look at quarterbacks here, uh, Sean Clifford can do more than Cade McNamara. Yeah, sure. I agree there. Yeah, I, man. Yeah, this was Joe break the tie. Line, you have to put it. a unit on the game. Who are you going to bet on? It was a stay it was a stay away game for me, but I oof. I've been fading Michigan all year and I keep fucking losing when I do that. So I think I'm just going to go with the better team in this yes. I'm going to go with Michigan winning this game. Uh That's good. That's what we Penn want. State. I know that's what you want, so you're, Thank you're you. welcome. Although I agree with Capper, it makes me feel I wouldn't have made this one of my rubber my rubber pick just because that line stinks to it stinks to high heaven. They're begging you to take Michigan. They're yeah, well, I'm you. holding my nose. Got you there, you're buddy. Your nose. You've been in Vegas long enough. The stench, you know, the stench when you walk outside and a, a bit of that 150 degree heat hits the the raw sewage. That's what that line stench <laughs> smells like to me. Sick. Oh, it's always me. outside like a fucking Sparrows, right? Uh, <laughs> number sixth ranked defense. Number sixth ranked defense in FEI. Seventh in F plus. Rain man, you're going back to the back well to the well. That brought you so much. Fourth week in a row, and I've hit you the You like ball. Tennessee? Tennessee plus twenty versus uh, Georgia's all world defense. In this is a, it's a rivalry game. It's a rivalry game. They will consider it a rivalry game. Yeah, and you, and the Tennessee fans absolutely will. And Tennessee fans, even though they have no shot at like you know postseason success here, they are excited about this team. So I expect Neyland once again. I've said this like three times in a row. Rocky Top is going to be rocking, and I'm I'm very excited for Hendon Hooker, who just looks amazing and should be farther in the Heisman conversation. But the the, the reason why I like this pick so much is because I was able to build the line by looking at first principles here. So if you look at Georgia's schedule. Georgia has been putting up approximately 34 points per game against similar opponents to Tennessee. Just go on ESPN, verify that. Also, no one has scored more than 13 points against Georgia all year. What is that? What, what do you have right there? 34 minus 13, 21. 
that's our line right here. It opened at 20 and a half. It's now at 20. A little bit of reverse line movement on Tennessee. My bet here sure. isn't that Georgia's going to be any better or any worse against Tennessee. I think they're going to get their 34. But I think Tennessee is by far the best offense Georgia has faced all season. I expect Tennessee to crack that nut, put up 17, leave it to the truth, and that'll be enough to cover this game. So give me Tennessee. By far the most dynamic playmaker Georgia's played all year. Fair enough. I love and uh, I mean God, we love Hendon Hooker, the truth. We love Gabber, that. Gabber, guy. What, what are they gonna do at home with this plus twenty spread? Guy's insane. They're, they're the home dogs barking money right now. That's it. Um It's a lot it's a lot of points for a for a Georgia offense that really hasn't been super impressive against most of their teams so far. You you saw how that Tennessee game, that Tennessee fan base got up for Ole Miss throwing shit at the coaches. <laughs> yeah. Imagine what they're going to do to the dogs in this fucking they're spot, ready. man. Um, I will. So I actually don't hate the environment, especially I'm looking here. UGA's played their last three at home. This is their first time going on the road. I know they have one of their linebackers out with like a sexual assault uh, deal. He turned himself uh, into it. So, Yikes. Like... So like that's I don't shit man I think that's a legit that's like a legit distraction and I think Tennessee holy hell do they want to keep this one close yeah. like this is such a big one for them um I got to say it's like I and I mentioned it last week but the Tennessee you really have to like uh it's kind of it although they're a 5 and 4 team uh, they've probably had one of the more successful seasons, you could say, of any team in the country in terms of changing Oh, nothing but optimism in, in that program right now and its fan base. Uh, I, I, you can look back on my clips. I never said one mean thing about them ever. I mean, outside um, of but... <laughs> outside of uh, Florida, who completely shit the bed leading into the second half in their matchup, uh, this is the best offense Georgia's going to pl- face all year. Yeah. Until they face until, until they face yes, the championship game. In the championship, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this uh, is uh, this right. is an interesting one because I mean, you would expect Tennessee to be able to score more points than uh, Missouri, Kentucky. I think Bo Nix. I think we got we got we got an all play here, and you know what? Well, yeah, my you're put, gonna have to all play put, it. My put just just a little, sprinkle a little cheddar on that. Sprinkle a little bit on the money line. Uh, don't tell anyone. Let's go. Capper to your next pick, which is a pick. I, I, this is my favorite one on the board. I love it. You got it's, I see you have it six and a half. I see five and a half, but Baylor get, getting points against OU at home. Um, I, I love, I love this pick. I, I think I will start out by saying that I think, uh, Dave Aranda has Lincoln Riley's number, um, dominated him in, the college football semifinals in 2019 with his LSU defense. Um, I think Jalen Hurts had 14 points in the first, like, 45, three quarters of that game. Uh, and then actually, like, with a really bad Baylor team, uh, held OU to 17 points in their first, like, 48 minutes last year. Um, Dave Aranda is a maybe one of the best defensive coaches in the country right now. And I LSU think, needs them. I don't think LSU you can needs, like debate LSU that needs at to this hire point anymore. Him. Like it's LSU needs to hire that guy. Yes. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. He needs to, yeah, because I had some guys, they were digging, uh, social medias and 
I saw a flight tracker uh, from <laughs> Norman, Oklahoma to Baton Rouge, Louisiana a yesterday. Common a common um, route. Was Lincoln Riley flying to Baton Rouge from Oklahoma University? Yes. Like, was he doing that in the middle of the season? I don't think so. I actually don't think so. I'll dispel that rumor here. But if he was, you heard it here first. Um, because we I will say that would be... That would be in line with the LSU uh, AD's reputation is making big swing hires. He did and I'm getting Jimbo Fisher, Lincoln Riley. Lincoln, man, I would think if I why why if I was Lincoln, I would move. think about that. He, I would um, think about that, man. This is the first time you're all gonna season have, he missed his coach's show. Um, I oh, don't know. Is there something there? You, Does he have COVID or is he interviewing for another job? I just think if you're Lincoln Riley, you probably have seen somewhat what your ceiling is at OU. You're about to go to the SEC, and the opportunity to have that offense with that with with that offensive talent you're able to get, and then you can weaponize that defense. Fuck, man. Yeah, that's a but tough, when you have I, a program humming along like Oklahoma, going to a bigger brand name doesn't necessarily make sense because it won't necessarily be as easy as a transition just building up what you have. They've made the playoff how many times already? No shot in hell he's going to LSU. I'm looking at Coach Coach O holding up that college football playoff trophy, and I'm thinking, oh, maybe I could do that. <laughs> Fair enough. Maybe. It, can't be, I think I can. it can't be that hard, right? Dude, it's probably just his agent chartering the plane to try to negotiate with Oklahoma. It was an empty flight, brother. You just like that. You just like that tidbit, don't you? I saw this. Just flight get tracker. hop on a Zoom, buddy. Uh, we to saw talk it. about, I to to go back to this game. One of the things I really like in this spot, which had I think, Aranda. To your point, Capper, he's the guy who might be able to make Caleb Williams look a little more like a freshman. It's scary because Caleb Williams has been so good for Oklahoma since he took over for Spencer Rattler. Um, and Baylor does not have the athletes defensively that Oklahoma's faced so far this season. Um, and really, I mean, he's going to he's going to get better guys in there, but like they're still in year two of of his um, head coaching tenure, so it's going to be tough for him to match up in in certain spots with some of these skill guys. But I, I think he's got the recipe. Like I think he knows exactly how to attack some of these guys. Um, especially the quarterback position, which he's done probably, so well the last couple probably of Probably just like fucking tackle. That's like, yeah, you anything, watch, seems yeah. like it's Oklahoma. They don't fucking tackle him. Yeah, I actually um, don't like this pick. I'm not playing either side. I had OU on my board at first until I went a little bit into the slips, which scared me. I watched that Baylor-Texas game. Texas should have won, but then they Texased in the second half. I think OU's offense is as potent as Texas's first-half offense, but I don't think they'll give up in the second half. I like Oklahoma to win by 10. I just didn't have the stones to put it on my board. And you it's never a, will. Um, and you never super, will, buddy. It's super <laughs> interesting because like Baylor is very old school in, in the fact that like they – want to establish the run and then play really sound um, fundamental defense. Um, they've got two monster running backs, Abram Smith, Treston Abner, who are averaging 7.3 yards a carry, 5.9 Abram yards is a carry, beast. respectively. I um, like watching those two guys. He's a former linebacker. I like watching him yeah, run. He's good. Those two guys, like, that is the key. If, if you want to, like, play really good, dominant defense, like, you got to have two, two monster running backs like that. And, like, that's the key here. 
because I don't really think much of Bohannon. Like he's he's really struggled um, when you've keyed in on the pass. But if you can establish a run as Baylor, um, especially at home against a team that like it's super interesting because I think Oklahoma's gotten um, a ton of disrespect in the media, especially college football playoff, uh, that they're just not up to par this year. Um, and I think they, they hear those and they've tried to play outside of, um, you know, what they're, what they're, what they've been all year. And they just can't, they can't get there because they're not that team this year. Um, they're just not as good as they've been previously. So, um, I think Baylor can keep it within a touchdown here. I think they can. I like, uh, I like that. I, uh, but you know, let's, this next pick is one. Speaking of stones, Rain Man, I think this is a pick that takes some stones. You like Ohio State minus twenty nine versus minus twenty. A tough Purdue defense. A tough, you know, I know you know that, but a tough Purdue defense. Twenty not twenty nine. This is this is a slips game, and also an overreaction theater game. Purdue, very good defense, but FEI, I mean, they're like the 21st best team in the country. This is not a top 10, top 15 team, even though they have some very impressive wins. Ohio State, probably the third best team in the country by most people who uh, actually watch college football as opposed to the committee. The reason why I like it is because it's just like what we've been doing with Clemson. It's the same principle. This game, we have 14% of betters on Ohio State when a big brand like that has that few bets. And the line has also moved from 19, minus 19 and a half to minus 20. You know you got magic cooking. You know you got a blowout. Ohio State's going to be absolutely big. Uh, yeah, Ohio State, as we mentioned briefly at the top, played it very close against Nebraska. But Nebraska plays every game close. Ohio State was no exception. And they always play every game close and lose every game. That's what happened. So that's what happened with Ohio State. So I'm not worried about it. Purdue's only weakness on defense they have a very good defense, but their weakness on defense is the run where they're giving up on average 144 yards per game, which is not great. It's not terrible, but it's not great for a defensive Purdue's caliber. And they've yet to see Travion Henderson, who can put that up himself easily, not to mention the slew of other running backs Ohio State has. Uh, I, I, this is just classic letdown spot. Purdue beat number two Iowa on the road. The next game, they got thwacked by Wisconsin at home. They just beat number three MSU. They're about to get thwacked by Ohio State. You just you sent me minus twenty nine. Yeah, it's a typo. The nine is very close to the zero. You set me up for failure there, buddy. I looked like a big fucking boob right there. Uh, You can't recover from that. The line is not twenty nine. Twenty nine. I was like, that's egregious. That's a lot of points. A ton of points. I was like, so what's wrong? Uh, Twenty and a half. That's a little. That's a horse of a different color. Uh, Three scores, not four and. Four plus. Purdue can pass the ball though. That's what's tough about them, and it, taking them in a, like a large spread game. Any team that can pass the ball well, like uh, you catch I, I up just, quick. It, it's it sucks uh, when you give points against teams like that. I don't know. It's That's um, my only... they might have the best wide receiver it's in the super country. Weird though. That I mean, the slips are all on Purdue this weekend. Like everyone's on people Purdue. Saw this line and said, "That's too many for a good Purdue football team." But like they've played really well all year, but. Ohio State is they're him here they come know, dude that guy. they got they're 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 humming and they got a really really fucking good team don't they like they got that I, I I watch I got to watch them play they're like impressive 
their defensive line's coming along a little more. Like, they definitely look a lot better than they did at the beginning of the year. So maybe this is a game where they, like, come out and win, like, 42-7 and are like, fuck you. Um, we'll see. Yeah, uh, it could be. Um, so, uh, last pick and capper, this is questionable. You, well, I just want to ask about you like UVA plus five and a half against Notre Dame versus Notre Dame. Is Brennan Armstrong going to play UVA's quarterback? That's the question. Second passer in the country. Is he going to play? That's all that matters. You don't, are you going to say you don't care because you have to care? Tell me, I'm going to tell you one thing. I don't care. (laughs) You you fucking asshole. (laughs) Well, well, the line the line movement tells me he's going to play. Um, it's opened up at seven and a half, dropped quickly down to five and a half, despite the fact that there's less than a quarter of bets on Virginia this weekend. Um, does I've been Bronco fading Nerski Notre Dame have... all year, so you're gonna ride with me? I'm thinking about, but it's just like he has a rib injury, and it's just like that's one sick. shot. Yeah, this I'm taking Notre Dame here. Line. That injury scares me. You're not gonna do it. You're not going to do that to me. You can't do this to me. I don't even have anything to say about this game. It's RLM. It's 25% of slips on Virginia. Uh, an insane line because Capra, Notre Dame is Capra so had much no better idea than Armstrong Virginia. Was injured. No, it doesn't matter. The line <laughs> didn't change that. one bit. It's RLM because Completely. every capper out there is just fucking hammering Virginia and be like, ooh, Virginia's good. No, they're not <laughs> good, though. That's the thing. They suck. They're very average this year. Yeah, like one of the best like quarterbacks 50th, in the country. They're like I think 50th he's the number six... two by passing yards. Him being out doesn't matter. Well, I mean, they're 50th to 60th in efficiency rankings, uh, 105th ranked defense in the country in FEI, which is putrid. Um, yeah, very bad team defensively. But can Jack Cohn do anything? I don't think so. I just can Virginia I... score some points? I think so. It's an if, it's a night if, game. If Brennan Armstrong was not going to play, the line would be ten. I agree with that. He's going to play. He's going to play. It's the same thing that happened a few weeks ago with Hendon Hooker. He's going to play. He didn't cover though. You got a night game in Virginia, which is something. Uh, Notre Dame is man. It's they've had kind of a weird year where like they they're eight and one, but they're good. It, it's. They're eight and one. You wouldn't really think it. You like they've just sort of been on the radar. I think part of it is their schedule just hasn't been inspiring. After they, the only real good team they played was Cincinnati, and they lost. Um, other than that, not it's a ton a, of really impressive teams on the schedule. This is going to be it's one a of good the, offense. It's a susceptible very to the solid pass. defense. They are susceptible um, to the pass. They gave up thirty four to UNC in that game. They won, and you wonder UNC is a good like a football team them. that they beat. Come yeah. on. Wisconsin looking pretty good I now, too. UNC. They also beat Darling Purdue. UNC tomorrow they a, night. They have a fine um, schedule. UNC Notre tomorrow Dame night. Big. A huge matchup, which um, I might have hey, put t- on the spread. Hey, I might have hey, put on we, the slip if hey, not we, for a Thursday can we, game. Can we chill? Can we chill? We might, might touch on that Is that, that a later. teaser? We might touch on that later. Uh, uh, I don't have a lot to say about this, but RLM, uh, ridiculous line. Just Virginia pray for sucks. Brennan Armstrong. So you have to take them. You have to take them. Let's go, uh, Rain Man. Your uh, final pick on the slate. You're taking Oregon against at home minus 14 versus a Washington State team that they are pesky, man. Yep. <laughs> they, 
they're tough. They they outrighted. They beat the shit out of Arizona State. Actually, they did. Um, uh, and that's what that's why I what uh I'm guessing the metrics point something to you here. Why do you um, like the metrics? Well, th- th- it kind of washes out because Washington State is worse than the metrics. It is just the Pac-12 is down as per usual. Washington State's worse than the metrics than people expect at 54. So just a complete average team. Oregon all the way down to 17 as opposed to three what they are in the college football playoff. So like that that would imply about a 14 point spread what i like here is actually the matchup oregon uh travis die probably the best running back in the pack 12 he's going to pound the ball in the mario Cristobal offense the one thing washington state is not very good at is stopping the run i expect oregon to be able to wear them down at home and just every every quarter put up an average of five points above washington state they had the 17th best running attack in the nation averaging 218.7 yards a game given washington state's run defense i think oregon should be able to to cook a little bit with that matchup. All right. They're just uh I like Washington State's quarterback. He's like he's pretty good. Uh and they move the ball and Oregon is what a weird year for them as well. Oregon also has to right? put up style, style points. They like don't necessarily control their own destiny here. That's uh they yeah, they I don't. don't it's they, gonna be they win they win they end. win probably they're in, but the pack games aren't gonna matter much. If you have an undefeated OU at the end of the season, they're definitely in. Who do they kick out? Ohio State or Oregon if everyone That's holds true. serve. Alabama could still get in. That's true. If they beat Georgia, Oregon undefeated they OU need a win. They need to win Oregon. big. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Uh you got Cincinnati lurking right. with a potentially very good UH matchup at the end of the year. Potentially. We got UH I UH might uh, smoke them. How about that? I, I my only prediction is that uh my only prediction is that the Cincinnati's going to get fucked. Uh that's gonna be it's gonna be <laughs> great. Great. It's gonna be amazing to watch. Them get fucked and then they're gonna complain about it and then nothing will happen. Like every fucking year that college football it's like And then losing their their power six bowl game or whatever. I let's go through the slate one more time. Uh let's uh, run it from the top for you, Capper. Uh, big rubber K State minus six and a half versus West Virginia, Penn State plus one and a half at versus Ooh. Michigan, Baylor plus six and a half versus OU, UVA plus five and a half versus Notre Dame. A ton of home teams, good home teams. Yep, Rayman. Yeah, I got Michigan minus one and a half. Hail to the victor against Penn State. Tennessee plus twenty versus Georgia. And the truth, Ohio State minus twenty versus Purdue, and Oregon minus fourteen versus Washington State. A lot of huge spreads on my card. All right, at least one loser. Doesn't like you. At least one loser on there between the two. We'll see what happens in that. At least one winner, though. Game. I'm excited. At least one winner. That's true. <laughs> I'd be so down, <laughs> Joe. We will not lose all our games. <laughs> That's a fucking relief. Killed his whole motherfucking thing. Shit, if I do. Oh, we some dogs. We some dogs. We ain't no puppies. So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah. Can we turn this into a Duke basketball pod? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I kind of vote yes. Yeah, we're gonna do that. You, you don't know. You don't know my deep dark secret. What's your deep dark secret? Um, two weeks ago, I took <laughs> a Duke national championship future. You mother. I'm on it too. Let's go. Sixteen and a half to one for a large chunk of change. I will win. A- if they win this motherfucker you better 
and um, <laughs> I'm all in on Paolo. Paolo. Why? Why did you do this? Why? I was, I was shit faced. I think it was right Why? after recording. Actually. Why? Because Coach Why? And, farewell tour, duh. And I think, I think there was a. It was a state where I was, um, I was in a state of mind where I was like things were not going my way, and and there's one thing I would hate more than anything in college basketball is for Duke to win the championship in K's last Fuck year. Fuck you. And so I thought to myself, like, everything that's going right now, that's going to happen. So I must actually win some money if that does. I think that's brilliant. You're fading. You're fading. Fading your own shittiness. You're fading your terrible emotional well-being. Um, it was a dark night. Get some help, Cap. Not like Batman. Uh... Okay. <laughs> but we're on it. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're on officially it. a Duke basketball um, pod. Get on it. We're going to be doing, we're going to recap uh, every game. I Did you see them play last night? They played They were great. fucking dirty. Kay was coaching them up. We're just, we're just rolling into it. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> this will be I, my favorite bit of, that we ever do. This will be my favorite bit like, we ever do. I'm going to put more money on Duke <laughs> after this. I want. I wanted to talking. win as much as Capper. If we're just talking, if we're talking squeeze picks, I think, I think Duke basketball definitely qualifies. A Duke basketball national championship that definitely qualifies. Generally, we saw him play future, one game. Betting any future pick now is just fucking. Stupid. No, 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 you're gonna fucking imagine hear the TV it ratings, Joe. The TV ratings over again. Uh, I guess this weekend, if we're staying on squeeze picks, there's life. another. If we're staying on squeeze picks, uh, another big game we got is uh, Texas and Gonzaga. Uh, Huge game. So Texas at Gonzaga. Gonzaga's favored by five points. Uh, they got Chet Holmgren, the whitest, the whitest messiah in the history of white basketball players up in Gonzaga. It's kind of, he is the creative player Gonzaga, like, like seven foot, like incredible stroke. He's a freshman going to be the number one overall pick. Texas has a ton of transfers, which is why I think Zags might cover here. They're breaking in a ton of new players, but Chris Beard plays good defense. It's tough. Maybe a tough matchup. Yeah. Chet Holgram broke a lot of records for, for a freshman uh, in his first game. With 13 rebounds, six assists, seven blocks, and 14 points, he really filled up the entire box score. A seven-foot, lanky-ass, 195-pound freshman. He might break out there, but he's the presumptive seven, second pick in the NBA draft next year, and he is very, very good. Yeah, what do we think that spread looks like? Have what? we seen it's it yet? Five. It's yeah, it's like oh, five. It's five. I, I was literally about to say five and a half. Yeah, five. I, I think I'm going to be um, on Texas. Actually, I, I, I think it's going to be a close game. I'm a little turned off because um, Chris Beard held a press conference today, and his quote was, "We're going to win that game Saturday night, no matter what the scoreboard says, because we're going to learn so much about ourselves." He's like, "Is he a tween?" <sighs> I hate that shit. That's are you like, like a, going through angst those in are, middle school? Those are, those are the types of fucking quotes that you can say when you're like winning slash people like you. But as soon as you start losing and you say shit like that, you become Butch you. Jones and no one forgives you. Champions of life. 
Champions of Life. Fuck me. People don't forget. Uh, the one other game on the slate that we didn't cover that's a huge game is uh, A&M at Ole Miss, their toughest game remaining on the schedule. A tough game for anyone, frankly. They're, they're, getting, they're giving two and a half in this spot uh, against, of course, an explosive Ole Miss offense. Not, both of you guys stayed away. What, did you have any read on it? Yeah, I, I like Ole Miss here. Another week, Ole Miss, they covered against Liberty. That was my one loss last week. I was wrong about all the injuries. The quarterback looked fine for Ole Miss, and he's going to be out there another week to get right again healthy against A&M. My issue with A&M is they're going to need to score points to go up and beat Ole Miss. They scored, what, one offensive touchdown? Zero offensive touchdowns last week in their win? Th- that scares me a lot. I don't know if they'll be able to score with Ole Miss, even though their defense is very, very good. So I, I would take Old Miss here, and I'm I'm gonna play it. So I'm gonna take Old Miss. I'll wait until it tries to get to I, minus yeah, three, I, plus three. I guess I guess it boils down to how much you you like A and M's defense, which is one of the top scoring defensive units in the country, um, and has played really well, especially of late. Um, the line itself, like, tells you you cannot bet on A and M here. Yeah, you, you got to stay um, away. It's because they can't score. Because Ole Miss has not been good lately, and them Calzada has been really good. They can run the football really, really well with Spiller. I love their running um, game, and the defense has just been elite. Like the defense is so good up front, very good in the secondary. Um, Matt Corral, like that's a that's a defense you could see giving Matt Corral fits um, as good as he is. And so when you look at all those those factors and you look at a line of two and a half on the road team yeah but uh, it gives you pause it's like it's like you almost wish this was like a four and a half point spread no offensive touchdowns against Auburn even though they won 20 to three yeah yeah it's it's not a good thing um Calzada has proven that he can play good sound college football but he's also the backup quarterback still so um I don't know. Like there's there's a lot here to like about AM, but um the line itself makes you hate them. So Yeah. Well you wanna there's plenty of other reasons to hate them. You wanna but you wanna hear something you're gonna love, something that's going to fuck <laughs> I've been it, waiting all night. Off. A four teamer that's going to just light the world on fire. Uh, if you had bet my four teamer last week in Vegas, boy, if you had bet just ten dollars on it, you would have made zero dollars like oregon state got fucking rocked that was it was a bad thing all around i i I missed several games but that's why this week we're bouncing back and it's this is just another cursory glance i'm going off the gut again i'm going with what i know we're starting with the thursday we're starting on thursday pit minus six and a half versus unc nope I like Kenny Pickett, Sharp number nope. one QB nope. on many nope. boards against this Swiss cheese fucking defense uh, can't stop that, anyone. that UNC has. I'll also take Pitt's defensive line against a confusingly bad UNC line, even though they have a ton of experience. Sam Howell's been running for his life this year. I just think Kenny Pickett, he's going to carve this fucking team up for so many points. Uh, next, I like... UTSA minus 33 versus Southern Miss. UTSA, they're rolling right now. Southern Miss is one and eight. It's a lot of points, but it doesn't seem like too many for the Roadrunners. 
They're playing at home in the Alamo Dome after two straight road games, and Southern Miss is bad. They lost. They got lost to Rice, famously in a Rain Man Big Rubber. Uh, UTSA, I, I, they're they're a great team. They are really really good, and I think they they roll in this one. Next, I got Boise State minus thirteen and a half on the blue turf versus Wyoming. These are teams with identical four and five records, but. Wyoming has uh, they've lost four of their last five and including getting blanked by Fresno State and they lost 17 to three by the perpetually dog shit New Mexico. Uh, the 13 and a half might look like too much given that both these teams have the same five and f- have the same identical records. But Boise State looks much like a much better team. They're going in a different direction. Um, finally, I like Arkansas minus two and a half at LSU. I just don't like a matchup for LSU against a well-coached team. I like team. that. Arkansas, Arkansas is a well-coached team, and LSU is a technically coached team. Um, I think in, in this spot, Arkansas plays physical. It's the type of game uh, that I don't think LSU can is equipped for, even though they, they've been playing surprisingly well. They played surprisingly well against Bama, had a shot there. Uh, I like arkansas in this spot even though lsu as is at home and that's my four team we got Pitt minus six and a half utsa minus 33 boise state minus 13 and a half arkansas sam Pittman minus two and a half let's go yeah i'm not feeling this one one and three <laughs> one and three look i would argue with you but recent history dictates you uh, you're probably right you're probably right i mean <laughs> like i i can't i i you yeah, it, I won't say to fade me, but 